Hello, I am the ghost of that one dog that was always hanging around your neighbourhood when you were a kid. Uh, this is the Knackered Robots podcast. I am joined by my usual co-hosts. We have Becca. Hello, Becca. Um, I'd prefer to be known by my legal name of Blitzwing. <laughs> Don't start. God. <laughs> Straight away with this. <laughs> it's a low blow, but I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm still enough. <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> right, well, immediately turning away from Becca. Uber, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine, yeah, good. Been chilling. Well, uh, do you know what? I'm glad to hear that, and I'm glad to hear that you're not sullying this podcast with memes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the memes are for the chat afterwards. <laughs> and before, and, also, and during. Yes. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. Uh, so, this is a Transformers podcast where we talk about Transformers. But that's not all we'll be talking about this episode. True. Really? So, do you even read the Skype document, Becca? What Skype? Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so, as usual, uh, what we do is we'll start off by uh, having a talk about some of the, the new uh, acquisitions that we have. Uh, I got um, Blitzwing and Blot and Cyndasaur from the Power of the Primes line, and everything I think about it basically echoes everything that people have already said on this very podcast. So, just go back and listen to the episodes where it talks about that. Go on, do it. <laughs> we'll wait. <clears throat> yeah. Uh but I've also uh I've dipped a toe into Cyberverse, which is the new um cartoon tie in line, and it's I've actually quite enjoyed it. It's pretty good. There's you know, people go it's like, Oh, Starscream hasn't got any knees and it's like, Yeah, but he do a he do a spinny. <laughs> also he's a plane. Why do planes need knees? Exactly. He's got a spring in it because like the, the warrior the warrior class stuff, they all seem to have like springy like gimmicks and them like bumblebee's got i've got bumblebee and starscream in the warrior class and bumblebee's got a thing where you you lift basically you lift his tits up and pull his out pull his uh, his left arm back and then you and push he it... asks you not to do that please <laughs> <laughs> and then you push his tits down and his arm comes forward and his hand do a spinny because he's got like a gun hand and it's really cool and Starscream, you basically just like wind him up, and then his waist spins round, and he like has like extra wings inside his wings with giant pink and silver Decepticon badges in that come out. Uh, I also got the one step changer of Soundwave. Also, can we talk about just how colourful Cyberverse is? I, I really like how colourful it is. Mm. Like, I saw it in uh, we went into Smiths in Salisbury um, the other day. And you had like all of the Transformers, and you've got the kind of the red and the white and the brown of the packaging, and then you've just got Cyberverse. It's like an explosion of color in the middle of the aisle. It looks awesome. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. I like I like the like aesthetic. I don't know if I'm gonna watch the cartoon because I'm kind of like mm, cartoons, um, you know, because like I because I like the R.I.D. cartoon, but I just I just stopped watching it because it's like you know it didn't grab me. It's like I, I'm kind of at the stage now where it's like I don't necessarily need to like view the media that the toys mm. are tying into. I can just buy the toys and like make up my own version because I'm a narcissist. <laughs> I will say, and I think I talked about this on Twitter, that um, the Warrior Class Cyberverse Bumblebee. First of all, the transformation's really fun, which is kind of the point. But the car mode's really cool because, um, as I understand it, the like theme of Cyberverse is to like sort of amalgamate all the sort of different versions of Transformers as a franchise, and that's kind of really showcased in Warrior Class Bumblebee's car mode because the bonnet is kind of like the Prime Bumblebee, where it's like this big sort of like murder wedge. 
and like the the midsection like the roof is kind of like reminding me of like animated bumblebee and he's got like the stripes from the movie bumblebee and like the f- the fin at the back from from the older uh, classics bumblebee that came with the jet ski for some reason and even like you know the back wheels are bigger than the front ones which is like evocative of the of the G1 toy so you know there's lots of like really cool design cues just in this like one alt mode that's kind of like squishing together all the sort of different like eras and design philosophies yeah i've seen some negativity regarding like solidifying the brand or whatever is hasbro's doing but i just i'm kind of glad that they are they're just like picking a direction and they'll go with that for like some years and then probably the films will reboot and completely screw that up anyway (laughs) but it's interesting to see what design cues they are taking for each characters especially shockwave where their only takeaway is he must be purple and now have two eyes but not in the way people would expect oh yeah because he's got a tiny second head on top of his head he's got a tiny second head yeah (laughs) With even more logical brain. Which honestly is like a power move. <laughs> <laughs> it so is. <laughs> He's built a second brain. He can plan even more drama. <laughs> Shockwave is a messy bitch, we know this. He is um, the messiest. <laughs> I also it's it's been quite a sort of big like bumblebee month for me, because I also got the Hot Soldiers Centurion, which is the Hearts of Steel Bumblebee slash uh IGW Centurion. It's basically Bumblebee, but he's he's a choo choo, and I was surprised because I I was because I've got the sound wave that they did, and that's like Legends class and a half. It's like a, it's like a very like bulky Legends, and I was expecting this to be the same thing, but no, it's like it's like an actual like deluxe, and it was like twenty quid from eBay, and I was I was, I'm very pleased with that. Yeah, Mech Planet are amazing because like other third party companies do legend scale figures and they're still like 40, 50 quid. And then they did like a Bumblebee who was about nine quid and is in scale. <laughs> and then a tiny Ratchet and Ironhide and they were like 12 each. It's ridiculous. I think like the sound wave I got was like 20 quid mm. and very dense and robust and it has a great transformation. And it comes with a tiny laser beak. The tiniest. The tiniest laser beak that you can... Mm-hmm. It's like the size of my thumbnail that you can put inside the tiny sound wave, which is basically what... Which is what you want, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm very pleased with Centurion. Slightly disappointed because I, like, I transformed him and uh, I, I've got like some Lego train tracks. And, <laughs> and I was like, please, please, please come through for me. And he's just slightly too small to ah. fit on them. I know, I was gutted. Um, but yeah, I love I love his, his train mode because it's just in, it's the weirdest thing. Like if 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 you're like a proper like train anorak like I am, it's really weird to see a train that's like there's nowhere for a person to go in this. <laughs> there's like it's like Bumblebee, you've missed the point in disguise. There's no cab. There's no footplate. It's just a massive boiler. It's like that in the story. Like he he scans a he scans a train completely misses the point and like everyone so all the humans like this weird magic train that appeared out of nowhere and does all our work for us <laughs> <laughs> and they just don't question it nothing suspicious here yeah They're just like he's trying his best just you know just leave it be <laughs> I do kind of want that guy just like like because I said um, Hearts of Steel was the first comic I bought and so it's like you know and those designs were the main draw of it you know all the I think it was a uh, Guido Guidi did all like you know really good character designs and Bumblebee sticks out to me as a really cute one with his like little screw screw horns and his train mode that has two two thingy medus just for the sake of being cute. His his horns are like 
they look like Frankenstein's neck. It's just yeah. two massive bolts, bolts sticking off it. It's really cool. Um, yeah, so Hot Soldier Centurion, like for 20 quid for a deluxe of that complexity. I'm more than pleased with that. Thank you very much. Yeah, 20 um, quid, Jesus, that's mad decent. Yeah, um, just, you know, you look for like Hot Soldier Centurion on eBay. I mean, it came from China, so I was I was a bit like... But no, it's like the actual guy and it's got all like the instructions and the like um, collector's cards and all the stuff. And it's like legit. It's the thing. So get one. All right. Do all it right. now. Do it. <laughs> you fucks. We tried this last week of Leo Kaiser. It didn't work then. It's not working <laughs> now. Right. Becca, what have you got? What do you bring into the table? What am I bringing to the table? Uh, well, last uh, Saturday, I was down in a lovely little village called Fordingbridge, attending, uh, or, well, I say attending, helping out at a convention uh, that Dave Tree had done called Girls Go Retro, which was really cool. It was, it was a retro convention with that, based on all of the more girly franchises from the 80s. So we had things like My Little Pony, Polly Pocket, She-Ra, basically anything that had girls in it, because we all know how 80s media worked. And there were these uh, couple of lovely guys who were down from Cornwall, and they run a shop in Cornwall called Vintage 72. And they set up in the corner of the hall, and they literally had just basically everything. It was amazing. It was just three tables stuck together, but there was basically the 80s just all over it with a bit of 90s. So... I went over and had a look in between uh, running the fashion wheel, which is what I was doing. They put me in charge of fashion. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing a Dayglow orange t-shirt right now, but sure, guys. And I got a little, uh, an Egon from the real Ghostbusters because I love the way he looks. But I also got a Ladybird book, a Transformers Ladybird book. I did it on purpose because Mike Collins, who's the artist, is going to be at TF Nation. And I thought, oh, that was cool. I can take it along, get it signed, pretend like it's mine from my childhood. <laughs> um, it's... I'm predictable, it's Megatron's fight for power, and I literally got it because, you know, it can be signed and then be put on the Megatron shelf and look kind of cool. But it's my first exposure to the Transformers Ladybird books. I've never read one before. Uh, so I thought the convention got a bit quiet in the afternoon, so I'll sit down and read it. Uh, I got to page 28, where Megatron asked Starscream if he would like him to sit alone to wait for his pleasure. And I was like, oh, damn, I can see why these are really popular. Um, <laughs> because the writing's brilliant in that kind of innocent but not way that only the 80s can really manage yeah. like you do it in the 70s and you know it's <laughs> purely innocent they do it in the 90s you know they're doing it on purpose it was the 80s that just struck it just right it's that ambiguity that you need it's the ambiguity yeah and and it does it really well and i like it um also all of the <laughs> seven seven pages of seven pages to a book and like 10 words on each page yep and some really really good artwork based on the toys because uh, that's what Ladybird UK wanted to do. So everyone just looks kind of confused all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love it. And uh, at the beginning and end, all the Autobots and Decepticons get uh, little bios so that people like can pick up the book and straight away know who they are. Uh, and it says that Hound secretly wants to be human. Oh, so, oh my boy. It's your boy. It's your oh boy. Oh my God, he's a furry. He's a... <laughs> yeah. He's like equivalent of a furry. <laughs> He's a human sonar. This is my flesh suit. My hound, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, they also managed to describe who Ravage is without once mentioning that he's a cat, which is quite interesting. <laughs> like the most, his most interesting aspect is like, no, he's a cassette and a robot. That's it. That's all you're getting. But from that's as well, from... that's remarkably progressive for a book from yeah. the eighties. That's very true. That's very true. Um... Going against functionism. <laughs> <laughs> 
I also managed to get from uh, from all the cool stuff. Dave Tree. I bought Ripper Snapper finally. I love him so much. He's the best. He is the best. He's he is now my favourite figure that I bought this year. I, lo- I love him to pieces. I don't know what he's meant to be, and I don't care. He's he's Ripper Snapper. And I bought Moon Racer the next day from uh, Smiths, and she's okay. I'm really struggling with her. I don't know why, because she's normally the kind of robot I really love. But her robot mode, I don't know, I think it's the feet on mine. She doesn't stand up properly. So trying to stand her up, I have to twist her legs stupidly. And then she just looks a bit weird. I think we talked about it a bit on Twitter where, Mm. like, a lot of her design has been compromised by them wanting to really rigidly stick to the, like, slender cheesecake robot aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, and she's a combiner, so we've got to stick that in there somewhere. Yeah, and the end result is basically just, like, a girl robot with car bits. And yeah. there's no like cohesion. No they just cohesion. yeah. She looks like she's wearing a car as a costume, which is kind of like like the the best like Transformers design is when like they inco- when you know like when stuff gets incorporated. Yeah, yeah, like the the blur mold uh, from Titans Returns, I'd say, is perfect for that regards. She looks like she's a cross crosshairs cosplayer, you know, from the movie. She's a human <laughs> former for cos for crosshairs. Yeah, because like the because the official transformation is you're supposed to fold like her. Uh, like windscreen up onto her back but she ends yeah. up like i think the, the way that i described it to becca is it looks like a, like a world war one field telephone yeah just strapped to her back she's walking around with a mailbox like yeah. tied to her back but it's like if you you can leave it down and it just looks like she's wearing like a tailcoat and it looks pretty cool it looks That's like awesome. she's got a it looks like she's got a bustle <laughs> it does and, and i really like her alt mode the cybertronian car because it's like a lean green murder limousine which i just love nice so she's cool. And then yesterday I went to Asda to buy food. I uh, I, I overspent this month because I forgot I had the convention last weekend. So my, my food budget was £10. I spent six of those pounds on Turbo Changer Megatron from the movies. It's so fun. It's like you were saying, like flicking the sound wave backwards and forwards. He's just as fun. Um... So See, this is this is the, you're buying Megatrons instead of food, Becca. Do you not understand why we're so concerned? Look, I managed to get a whole loaf of bread for ten p and some vegetables. Becca, I'm gonna pay. Need... I'm, I'm gonna PayPal you some money so you can go and buy some fucking food. You need food to live, Becca. I get paid tomorrow. It was just the last weekend. One cannot live on Megatrons food. alone. I want a bet or a tour. <laughs> Are you trying to say that plastic isn't good roughage? I disagree. Um, but no, I, I'm jesting. I had enough food. I just I went for some top ups. But he's pretty great too, and he's so dinky. He's tiny. And yes. Uh, oh, and Chris Catherine as well on Twitter. Lovely guy sent me a tiny Overlord, which yeah, he's pretty cool too. Oh um, yeah, that's is that tiny. the is that TX9 or Iron Factory? Iron Factory. Yeah. Cool. He, he is cool, but uh, obviously as part of his transformation, because he's a... Uh, I don't know what they call it. Is it Duobot or something? Duocon. That's it, Duocon. Um, his legs, you just have to pull them off, but not in like a Titan, uh, yeah, Titan's Return Black Shadow kind of way. You have to individually amputate each of his legs to make the tank, and it is a bit weird. Because you're left dark, with a torso it? with just two little stumps coming out the bottom. Um, I mean, Overlord, Overlord would be into that. He would be into that, to be fair. The guy is into war. But <laughs> he, it really He a nasty boy. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was supposed to happen. So I put him in my work bag to take him to work to be my desk bot, pulled him out of the bag and both of his legs have fallen off. And I was like, oh shit, I've broken him already and I've had him less than a day. 
Um, and then I looked at the instructions. And was like, oh, okay, they're, they're meant to do that. But okay. I can't. Oh, I can't remember which one it was. But there was a web comic that I used to read where one of the characters collects Transformers, and his flatmates are like fucking about in his room when he's not there, and they're like playing with his Transformers, and they accidentally pull G1 Overlord in half, and they think they've broken it, <laughs> and they're like freak. Amazing. They're freaking out because they think they've broken this like incredibly rare, like <laughs> like G1 Transformer. <laughs> And um, they're like on the phone with someone that they know who also like is into Transformers to try and find out how difficult it would be to get a replacement. And he's like, <laughs> which which one is it? It's like, I don't know. I don't know what any of these robots are called. It's like, well, what does it look like? And they sort of look at Overlord and it's like, it looks like a robot Lady Gaga. <laughs> and it was like that point I was like, do you know what? Kind of does. It was like... If IDW was ever to have like Overlord's Hollowatter Avatar, <laughs> I can think of worse. You know, I can think of a worse basis for it than Lady Gaga. Oh, definitely. Matthew, have you read Have you read Requiem of the Record by any chance? <laughs> uh, anyway, so Uma, um, <laughs> I still haven't read it. I still haven't read it. I'm a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Oh my god, uh, you're awfully prescient in that goof there. Then. <laughs> Gasp. Okay, well, say no more. <laughs> uh. So, uh, Umar, like, robots, you got any, like, new ones? Yeah, so, so from last time, like I said, I did get Sentinel, and everything I said last episode that I would say, I yeah, I feel that way. She's great. She's got really bright colours. Like, she's a really, like, strong pink. Uh, like a, like, not like an RC pink, like a solid, like, I don't want to say magenta, but like, yeah. Like a misfire pink? Fuchsia. Like a, yeah, like a fuchsia. fuchsia. Mm. And it's like it really stands out even like amongst my goons. And uh, <laughs> she's got a great new head sculpt and, you know, uh, yeah, I'm ha- having a lot of fun with her. And then my big purchase was one I also talked about last episode, which is uh, Rodimus Unicronus. And yeah, he, you know, I talked about how he kind of gives me the vibe of someone who is trying to be way cooler than he actually is. <laughs> and having the, having the toy in hand, it definitely does feel that way. Like I keep like feeling the need to put him into like pelvic thrusts and like <laughs> poses. He's the limp biscuit of robots. Yeah, um, and I was surprisingly having a lot of fun with uh, Nemesis Hot Rod as well. Like I, I did all the little fan modes, like his like hover bike and uh, the throne. I've been using a lot, like because it's like really cool. You know, having to sit there centerpiece of the goon shelf. And the colours are really gorgeous as well. Like it's like it doesn't come off well like in photos and stuff. But the paint, uh, the purple paint they use is like really metallic, and the black is super glossy as well. So it's like really sort of a visual spectacle. And especially with the green shelf, like he's black with bits of purple, and they're all mostly purple. So it's like, you know, it's nice. Fun brand. Yeah, and for a leader toy, it doesn't. It's not too fiddly. Like I've been switching him back and forth while we've been talking during this podcast. It's like really sort of easy to use. Would you right? This is something that I wanted to ask you. Would you consider like, say, like Titans Return Black Shadow, or even like the classics generations? I can't remember like which iteration they were on when the deluxe one came out. It's like, would you consider Black Shadow a, a goon? Because he's like his kind of like thing is that he's a gangster. So that I feel mm. like that's like goon adjacent. But yeah. my my sort of like. I know this is a thing that, like, when it comes up on TF Wiki, it really pisses people off, but my kind of, like, headcanon for his personality is, like, um, Kazuma Kiryu from the Yakuza games, 
where oh, yeah. he's supposed to be this like badass yakuza guy but if you you know if you play the game he seems to just like spend most of his time like doing karaoke and penny races and stuff <laughs> you know it's like he's supposed to be this like hard-ass gangster but he spends most of his time just fucking about yeah that seems that seems pretty black shadow to me I'd say. <laughs> like here's here's the thing we're getting into it like would you consider black shadow a goon i would put him on the goon shelf i think which i think counts him as a goon but again he is kind of like designed to be one almost yeah. So it, it feels like antithetical to the point of a goon shelf, which is like a bunch <laughs> of nobodies. <laughs> he's, too high, he's too high profile yeah. to be a goon. He's too cool to, you know, he's too um, high profile to be a loser, but he's <laughs> too, too much of a loser to be in the high command shelf. So, like. <laughs> I don't know, like a cosplayer? Like a wannabe? Wannabe goon? No, I mean, he, he, he is, I think he would be in that sort of, in that kind of headspace as, like, you know, a. a Decepticon thug. Mm. He'll thump you. <laughs> he'll thump you, but if he can beat you at karaoke instead, he'll probably plump for that option. He's got shit to do. Because, <laughs> like, I remember, like, because when the Titans Return um, Black Shadow first came out, some I can't remember who it was, but someone on Twitter was, oh, this is Decepticon leader type, you know, you know, the same, like, Black Shadow could almost be, like, an Emperor of Destruction, which I think is the, like, official like title yeah. for the Decepticon leader and it's like I can't like get my head around that because I just think of him as this like because I think of him as, as Kazuma Kiryu I just think of him as this like <laughs> um, slightly goofy dad who just happens to be a gangster <laughs> I basically consider him as like R.I.D. Thunderhoof he would probably <laughs> like go into business with him yeah. <laughs> like at a dodgy casino or something and they get arrested for tax evasion not even like a casino, that's too high profile. It'd be like an arcade. Yeah. <laughs> a children's play... arcade where all the games are fixed. They'd get done for fixing the UFO grabber and stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah. I can get behind that 200%. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got Rodimus Unicronus and Cyndasaur. Um, and another big purchase, actually. from our Not a purchase, rather, but from our Becca. She got us. She got me, rather, not <laughs> us. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't get shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> she got me a Generations RC just because I like. I think I casually mentioned I, what I was looking for an RC at TF Nation, and Becca, the absolute legend, she came through and got me one. Hell yeah! And she's really good. Yeah, like I've already got the mold as Nightbird, but like having it in this like lovely pink with a translucent blue gives it such a different personality. The the head sculpt as well. I think it's kind of funny that like this toy is trying to both be IDW RC and G1 RC. Because she's got this like really like gentle, serene face, um, and she's really soft pink, but she's also got swords, which in some ways makes her like slightly scarier. Is yeah. is it the Has is it the Hasbro version that's got like the black fingerless gloves? Yeah, that's a really yeah. good look. Yeah, and it kind of helps break up the kind of person look. It's yeah, kinda... <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's more cohesive than than like Moonracer because she's got a backpack, but it feels like she should have one because that's where you stick the knives when she's not using them. Yeah. <laughs> I was never that sold on it, to be honest. And then the Titans Return uh, one came out. It's based on the Blur mold. And I was just like, I'll have that one then. But like, again, it's what I mentioned last episode. Bullshit that I go through where it's like, they make an Optimus Prime and I'm not bothered. But they make a Nemesis Prime and it's like, oh, well, I guess I need that. And yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of the same with Generations RC. Because Generations RC, I'm just, I don't give a shit. But the Nightbird, is it Nightbird? Yeah, Nightbird. The, yep. the Ninja one. Yeah. That's kind of like, do you yeah. probably? I would probably get that. 
I mean, yeah, I've got both of them, and they are both very good. And they both like have such different. Wow! Just... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was talking to some sort of king. <laughs> I mean, I uh... I had both of them, but RC was gone to Umar, and I think Nightbird went to Nate. But yeah, I think they've, they've got like such different personalities just by like the different colors and stuff. Because like mm. Nightbird's all like sh- uh, shiny silver and deep black highlights and that, and it gives a really sort of, aggressive look. And RC, like she's also aggressive, but like you know she's more sort of chill about it. Like, yeah, she'll kill you, but she's not mad about it or anything. You probably did something wrong, so, you know, yeah. just accept it. Like, I've had her, like, posed menacingly behind my goon shell for a while. Behind the goons <laughs> I've got on my desk for a while, just with her swords brandished, like, yeah, you, you guys are dead, mate. <laughs> does not Wait, does Nightbird count as a goon? Uh, Nightbird is on my girl shelf. I think she's too she's too cool for the goons. Yeah, she's too yeah. <laughs> she does her own thing. Because you know, a case could be made that Ninja is a subset of goon. The goons want the goons want her to be in their in, <laughs> in their gang, but she's got other things to do. But she's not having any of it. She's hanging out with Slipstream and uh, Space Case. <laughs> I, I I can I can get on board with that. Yeah. So usually, what we do well, after we've talked about what we've got, we talk about what we're looking forward to, and I think in terms of that, really, what's occupying. I think most people's uh, minds at the moment is we've had the first like tentative announcements of uh, what's coming after Power of the Primes for the Generations line, which is War for Cybertron Siege, and I think this is supposed to be like, is it meant to be like that? It's not Earth-based alt modes. This yeah, time, they're, I think this that's time a they're explicitly idea. alien cars. I think yeah. the uh, the intention from Hasbro was to like. Uh, evoke the first episode of the G1 cartoon where they're like the last days on Cybertron before they head off to Earth is yeah. the official statement. There's Tetra Jets, isn't there, in one of the picture in one of the painting things that's been done? And there's is kind it? of Yeah, I thought there were from what people were saying. So oh. what you're saying is I'm getting a thundercracker out of this. Yeah, that was yeah, my yeah, yeah. <laughs> thought as well. Yeah. That is all I need to know, baby. <laughs> the f- we've had like some like 3d renders frustratingly posed on dark backgrounds for those of us mm-hmm. who uh like to do the sort of the digibash side of things it's, it's a violence <laughs> they make it harder for me every time i don't get it is it is it like to stop are they trying to like confound the knockoff merchants or something hasbro's going through its emo phase <laughs> it's because, like, like nobody's allowed to recolor <laughs> our things it's weird right because they actually made it easier for me for a period when in Titans Return when they did all those CAD models. Mm. And it's like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, they don't do the weird filtering anymore. That's great. That's great. And then they did all the weird backgrounds, and I have to edit them out. And it's like a big, it's a proper ball ache. And some of them aren't <laughs> even like, some of the JPEGs are all lossy, so I can't use them. It's like, Argh. you did a, a Thunder Clash out of the uh, the new the leader class Ultra Magnus that they're gonna do Fortress oh, Maximus. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. You did Thunder Clash. Somebody did Thunder Clash. Everyone does a Thunder Clash every time. He's one of those guys. <laughs> it's never going to happen. It's going to be if right if it happens, it's going to be Machine Wars Optimus Prime, <laughs> and it's going to be a Toys R Us exclusive because Hasbro still haven't come to terms with it. But yeah, like, there's, a, there's some guys who always get digibashed. Like I think it's like Thunder Clash, Skyquake, <laughs> the Turbo Masters, a lot, all of those guys. They always get it for um, some reason. Yeah, so, uh, sorry, I misspoke. You did a Fortress Maximus digibash out of the, the, the new leader class Ultra Magnus. Mm. And I think I remember you saying that you you, ha- you weren't going to do the alt mode, but you had to because his foot was behind it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I debated for so long, like, should I just, like, really badly scribble out the truck and drop it? <laughs> <laughs> 
but like for some reason they they did the Rob Liefeld thing where they hid the feet. Yeah. <laughs> they only hid one foot, which is, <laughs> which is in some ways worse. Rob, Rob, Rob Liefeld drew one foot he was happy with, but the other one wasn't, so he just stuck a rock in front of it. So uh, big big news for Umar is the doing a hound. Yes. Mm-hmm. He looks proper nice. He does look proper nice. He's going to look great on my hound shelf. But also, there's a, is it a new character? Is it Cog? I don't know who that Cog. is. Who's that? Cog Cog was, he was like a guy who came with the G1 Fortress Maximus. Yeah. Oh. And he's, I think he was one of those guys where his transformation was, Lie him he down. just falls on his face and now he's a car. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, you pull him in half. Yeah, that was it. Two cars. They're fucking obsessed with geocons now. John John Bar- um, John Ward thinks everything's a geocon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of like the because like the gimmick for this one is they've kind of like moved on to so we've had like an updated version of headmasters and pretenders, and now we're kind of getting target masters, and you can like smush them together. You can you can like turn them into stuff, and then you can like smush them together and turn them into agon. I want the one that's a lion and a sword because he looks like <laughs> that. Like, lionizer, I think he's called. <laughs> like, yeah. Which yeah. Is I inc- just love how half fast his name is. It's like, the lion. It's, it's incredibly, it's an incredibly <laughs> dumb name and I love it. Uh, we're also getting this, we're getting a stakeout. Stakeout, yes. We're getting a stakeout. Uh, I've got a f- knockoff G1 stakeout MicroMaster that I bought off um, our Mike, the Glaug. Um, and I call him Fakeout. <laughs> uh so i'll be happy to get the the siege one and have like an official like stakeout i really hope that like do you think we might get a carnivac out of lionizer is that ho- like is that hoping for too much uh i think it might be uh, <laughs> i really want a carnivac too that's right let me down lightly <laughs> with hasbro these days you can never tell that's the thing they, they are bringing back the obscure boys but with no rhyme or reason yeah that even fits think, with the again, line. again i could be embarrassingly wrong but i'm pretty sure that umar did a digibash of titan's return weird wolf as did, Carnival. Yeah. yeah that was fucking great and i don't understand why they didn't do that except i do because they did it to victimize me personally because <laughs> <laughs> yeah we saw rumors of a kind of act, didn't we and i kept like assuming oh, that we'd get him eventually uh becca i understand that you were somewhat put out by the announcements that came. was it SDCC that they came out of the San Diego Comic-Con? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I understand that uh, you you have you have taken issue with uh, a certain aspect of this. <laughs> you can't have a war if you're only going to release one side. Talk about rewriting history. Come on, like even just one Decepticon in the wave, just one. Unless it's going to yeah, turn but... out that like Cog is like I don't know, punch and counter punch. You just turn around and there's a Decepticon on the back. I don't know. But yeah, if if, if Wave 2 isn't all Decepticon, I'm going to kick off massively. Well, we've we've got Hascon and New York Comic Con. So I imagine like they, they we probably are going to get some like Decepticon announcements. There's no way that they're not going to do Decepticons. That would be ridiculous. Mm. It would be ridiculous. No, yeah, I agree. And I'm looking forward to them. It's just, it's really like, uh, they're my boys. Where are they? <laughs> Everyone else is going, oh, yeah. look, it's Hound. And I'm like, Hound's great. I love him to bits. But where are my boys? That's very that's very diplomatic of you. And I, if you weren't if you weren't currently on a call with Hound Fam Number One, I don't know that you would have said that in quite those. I terms. would have because Hound is precious and has never done anything wrong in his entire life. If I was going to be unfair, I'd target like I don't know Bumblebee or someone. 
because there's always going to be a bumblebee. You're damn right he's precious. (laughs) Yep, I I am. (laughs) But Um, speaking of bumblebee, yeah, like not the siege toy line, but I'm really excited about the bumblebee they've announced for the bumblebee movie that actually turns into a VW because he looks really nice. Mm. And they're doing the gold one, and he looks really nice. And then you see the price, and like he looks. It's fine. I'll stick with the deluxe then. <laughs> <laughs> is that is the gold one the one that it comes with the, the cassettes? Yeah, yeah. That that are a dinosaur and another dinosaur that come together to form a Megatron cosplayer. I'm I'm not quite <laughs> sure what the logic is there, but okay. I'm behind it. Look, honestly, look at the head sculpt. It's basically his G1 toy. It's really weird. Okay, that is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the, there's been like lots of like tentative like cautious optimism for the Bumblebee movie, not just for the toy line, but for the movie itself. Hmm. And like, because I remember like Umar saying that it it was so weird to hear like Travis Knight like name drop like Thundercracker and Ramjet and stuff. Mm. Yeah. And um, because we know not, things. We're, yeah, we're not <laughs> and then used Hasbro's to. Like uh, actually, <laughs> we're not used to like that level of giving a shit. But um, yeah, I suppose we should address the elephant in the room that the jet robot from the Bumblebee trailer that everyone thought was Starscream is actually Blitzwing and people are losing their fucking minds and I can't stand it. Yeah, it's like everyone is like really mad. I've seen people say like they're not going to watch the movie now because it's Oh, Blitzwing. fuck off. Oh, that's silly. Like... That's really silly. Also, you know what? I, I joke about it and I've retweeted some jokes about it, but Blitzwing is a good boy. He deserves a movie appearance and mm. I'm A-OK with him being the handsome plane. Because the thing is, right, all we saw was a robot who was a plane. Yeah. He was and everyone just white. decided it was Starscream. <laughs> I mean, it it does look like Starscream in the face, though. It does. But it doesn't look like movie Starscream, because movie Starscream <laughs> no. looks like a fucking mess. Um, yeah, I think I think Travis actually did say like he didn't want to step on the toes of that aforementioned fucking mess. Which is why I think... <laughs> <laughs> Those were his but, exact words yeah, during you the what... centric panel. <laughs> do you know what it reminds me of? A Dorito, a chicken Dorito. No, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean specifically the the um, people thinking it was Starscream in the trailer. I don't know if you guys remember this, but when the first teaser trailer for Cloverfield came out, uh-huh. you guys know about this. No, no. Uh, well, when the first teaser trailer for Cloverfield came out, basically all the teaser trailer was it was the scene from Cloverfield where. The Statue of Liberty's head, like, bounces down the street in New York because it's been okay, knocked yeah. off by a monster. That. that was basically it. That was like because they do this like mystery box bullshit where it's like, ooh, what is it? You know, they're like they're like, deliberately vague. So all they all they saw was like a crowd and shaky cam and the Statue of Liberty's head, and some like people. So, so people were like pouring over this like, it, you know, it was like I think it was like shorter than a vine. Mm. So people were like pouring over to try and like figure out what it was and try and like solve it. And apparently you can hear in the background, somebody shouts, it's alive. But somebody decided what they were actually saying was, it's a lion. And (laughs) a lot of people decided that meant it was a Voltron movie. And there are people who to this day are mad that Cloverfield was not a Voltron movie. Because they like built up in their heads that it was gonna be a Voltron movie, and here I thought I'd heard the most buckwild Voltron discourse <laughs> already. Man, you ain't know nothing. Yeah, so it's, it it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. It's like, look, nobody said 
that it was Starscream. You just decided that it was, and you've like over it. Because this is the thing: I don't like, for the most part, I don't watch trailers. Like I like when when um Return of the King came out. Um, even though that was a film from before you were born. Um, <laughs> wait, was it? No, it wasn't. No. Um, <laughs> It's alright, I don't watch a lot of movies anyway. You're like when 12, When I was a kid, right? I like hyper... Um, yeah. Um, yeah, like when Return of the King came out, when I went to see it, I hadn't, like, I deliberately not seen any trailers or anything about it. I like that, And that's kind of like, that's kind of how I like to experience films. Like, you know, because a lot of the times, like, trailers are like, it's like some of the coolest bits of the film and it's like, I'd rather just go in, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the new Mortal Engines trailer. I'm, I'm stoked. It's my favourite book of all time. But you watch the trailer, you know the whole story. Like, guys, yeah. leave something for the or actual like that, film. Or like that How to Train Your Dragons 3 trailer, which basically is just the whole movie. It's the entire movie. He gets the girlfriend, the girlfriend gets captured, they rescue the girlfriend, they live happily ever after. There you go, you don't have to watch the movie now. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. yeah. I'm the same, um... I would, I'll watch one of the teaser trailers, because then that just gets me hyped up, but then most of the time I then just skip the actual trailer because like you say then there's no point watching the film well I, w- I wouldn't say that but it's like i you like i prefer to go in just completely blind um so this whole sort of because that's the thing it's like you know i i when i saw it i my first thought wasn't oh it's starscream because like i mean this is this is a point that i made on twitter yesterday because like i posted a picture of g1 skids and Revenge of the Fallen skids, <laughs> and it's like if you'd if you'd seen the tra- if you'd seen the trailer for Revenge of the Fallen and you'd seen that in it, your first thought wouldn't have been, "Oh, it's skids." No. So like no. that that I mean, my first thought would have been, "Oh, it's like fucking Kremzik or something." Um, <laughs> so like it, it it you know it's kind of like it's the nature of these films now. It's like if you look at like um. Well, uh, what was the last one? Uh, eight, uh, the last, last night. night. Yeah, look. yeah. It's like look at Hot Rod. It's like you wouldn't look at you wouldn't look at that design and go, "Oh, it's Hot Rod." And no, you he's say, like, oh, "It's Boosh from the Star Wars movies." <laughs> it's That's like who he is. <laughs> he's this like weird French like rugby player. It's like you know he's got that kind of like leather helmety look to him, and it's like he does. You wouldn't go. Oh, it's Hot Rod. It's like that's the thing. It's like they just take a na- they just pick a name out of the hat and just slap it on like a new robot design. So yeah, and, and Chris McFeely did a really good basics video on it where he talked about how you know various bots had been various names throughout the years and how mm. it was just a copyright thing. And yeah, I think that's something that maybe Evergreen going forward is going to avoid. Yeah. Look, go, <laughs> go on, go on, go on to TF Wiki and look up the disambiguation page for Ransack. <laughs> there's like 12 different entries for ransack yeah and none of them ransack anything <laughs> <laughs> i remember when i first got into transformers uh which will be 10 years ago next year but i was looking for i was looking for a red alert and i'd only seen the g1 cartoon at that point i, I didn't even really understand that the various continuities so imagine my surprise when i go on ebay put in red alert and then this weird truck thing comes up like that's not red alert that's been mislabeled all of these people have mislabeled their toys because i didn't know the unicron trilogy was a thing <laughs> yeah Can see that's so weird because i have the complete opposite thing because if like if if someone says red alert in a transformers context i think of unicron trilogy red alert. Unicorn. yeah because i because i don't give two shits about g1 <laughs> 
have Dave. That's right, I said it. That's the thing, you know, it's like, like the the Bumblebee movie is like legitimately the first Transformers movie that I'm actually quite excited to go and see. It's going to be the first, it's going to be the first one that I've seen at the cinema since the first one. So take oh, from I've that, take from them. that what you- I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if it sounds like if you should hate anyone in this scenario, it's yourself. <laughs> Look, uh, I went after work to watch the last night, not realizing it was like three hours. So at what? eleven o'clock at night, I was still in the <laughs> cinema. Like, this oh, film no. is never gonna end. What do you mean it's not over yet? What? <laughs> eating, eating the stuffing out of the seat in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm quite excited to see the Bumblebee movie, uh, mm. and I'm excited. You know, and it's like I'm reasonably excited for Siege. I'm not like blown away by any of it. Oh, it's like Ironhide, and it's like, I don't give a shit about Ironhide. <laughs> I like the look of the Ultra Magnus. I like the look of Hound. They're doing a Chromia from the Power of the Primes Moonracer mold, but it looks like they've changed some stuff up, so it looks a little bit less, you know, girl in a car costume. Yeah, I think yeah. they've um, taken the combiner peg off, haven't they? Probably. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially like what they did to... Combiner was dead end to get Titans Return Chrome Dome. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's got like the same like skeleton, I think. Yeah. I'm ho- like I'm hoping that we get a lancer and a green light as well, mm. but I'm not holding my breath. But the yeah. things that I'm like most excited for are uh, like the the micromasters. Yes. Mm, yes, big. Yes. It's like much like how like for Power of the Primes, like if I'm honest, the things that I was most excited for were the pretenders, like the little sort of mm-hmm. the like the what, what the fuck are they called? Uh, prime masters. Ugh, hate it. But yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, because like, it was always my hope that, you know, we'd have like Combiner Wars. It's like, we're doing Combiners again. It's like, cool. It's like Titans Return. We're doing Headmasters again. It's like, cool. I was always like hoping that the third installment of the Prime Wars trilogy would be Pretender Wars. And Power of the Primes isn't quite that, but it's like, do you know what? I'll take it. So I'm quite pleased with that. And it's like, now it's like Target Masters. It's like, I I hope, right? Like, say 2020. I hope we get like Action Masters too, <laughs> just for like the complete people on certain websites would go berserk. <laughs> they would, and then you'd be like, "But they did have them in G one." They'd be like, "Ah, oh, but these are different because they have more articulations, so they're fake or something." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like they've got elbows. Put it in the bin. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't sort of quite sure where they were gonna go with it after power of the primes because it's like are you gonna like carry on this g1 reboot aspect to it now now we're like the wolf of cybertron like thing it was kind of doing it was kind of like like oh it's like these guys but it's like you said it's like the first episode of the g1 cartoon yeah so that i'm really hoping that means we get a box car wheeljack just (laughs) just basically cup (laughs) but wheeljack (laughs) that'd be pretty cool Um, and he comes with a tiny bumblebee you can put in the back (gasps) dare we dream um, I'm sorry, I've I've disappointed everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's expecting it, and everyone's going to be disappointed. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited for uh, for the MicroMasters as well. Like, I think most of uh, most of the things I got in um, for Power of the Primes and Titan Return, but like with all the little Legends guys, and I am down to clown with like a two pack of even smaller guys who also transform <laughs> and become guns. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much every toy line since like Combiner Wars, I've done a stakeout. And so, like, you know, I've always wanted that guy since, like, Simpsons. Um, so it's really nice to get him. And obviously I'm going to get a hand. Like, that wasn't even up for question. Yeah. Um, and I hope we get, like, a, you know... <laughs> yeah. As soon as they announced the hand, everyone was just, like, atting you on Twitter. Like, yeah. Like, hey. Yeah. 
big yeah. big day for you. I've started getting that whenever they announce a Thundercracker. I'm kind of like, everyone's at me and it's like... I feel sorry for Thew because he had to tweet <laughs> recently to say, yes, I, I, if you don't at me because I've probably already seen it. <laughs> yeah, what he said was, if you've seen it, I've seen it. I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. What a double-edged sword. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm looking forward to Siege. It's yeah. like, it's going to be yeah. one of those things where it's like, the actual, like, you know like the deluxes and stuff i'm probably gonna be like take it or leave it but mm. i'm probably gonna buy like every single one of the type of the no, of the uh the micromasters yeah they, they yeah. seem really fun like you know they can do the whole like weapon like uh, the modular weapon gimmick seems like it'd be cool because i was basically doing that with power of the primes already so it's nice to have that like enabled by jonathan hasbro himself all all the um pretender shells they've got like a stick attached to them mm. and you can be like now he's a gun or now he's a rake. <laughs> uh, and yeah, with Moonracer, actually, she's got like, a lot of functionality because like, her little sniper rifle's got all these 5mm ports and she's got all these 5mm ports and you can use her prime papoose and all sorts of just cool things. And th- that kind of stuff is unofficial. So like seeing it like, officially implemented on stuff like essentially, I guess, mainline BMOG, it's kind of cool. We're going to find out years down the line that the head designer at Hasbro follows Umar on Twitter. <laughs> Like, hey guys, I've come up with a brilliant new idea. You'll never guess what. I think uh. that there'd be like, like we'd have had like animated generations by now. I yeah, think, definitely. That like, yeah, that is true. Tragically, tragically. Like, yeah, there, there are a few, there are a few figures. I think I have, I've digibashed every toy line that where you would have got like Flame War. And, <laughs> let's see, there'd, there'd have been a lot more girls if they'd, they'd uh, stealing ideas from me. That, yeah, yeah, Pro- that is also tragic. Proximus <laughs> It's like races. They sh- they should just hire you at this point. Yeah, honestly. And so should um, and so should the people who make Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can like they can work out like, you know, split custody. <laughs> or Hasbro would just buy Nintendo, or the other way around. <laughs> but they they both get bought by Disney. I think. Because like, there was a thing like a while ago, like um, I remember years ago there was some talk about Disney maybe buying Hasbro, and it, you know, and it was that kind of thing which is like you know on the one hand you have the fear of, you know, Disney like becoming this even like larger like capitalist Hydra, and but on the other hand it's like Kingdom Hearts three Transformers level mm, I would, um, I have seen a thing because yeah. who recently bought the Power Rangers license was that Hasbro. That was Hasbro. Yeah. yeah, there's a thing going around on Twitter for like the new Red Ranger figure, and the official write-up for the figure was like, we all knew the show was crap, but look how cool the toys look. And I'm like, that's a really bold marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is complete shit, but you should buy it anyway. Yeah, you like this, bollocks, don't you, nerd? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you necking us? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to neg to capitalism, you just have to produce robots. Jesus, it's not that hard. Someone that I follow on Twitter made this made this like made a good point, which is like, how long are we gonna go on pretending that the Super Mario Brothers movie wasn't a good movie? Because every so often people was like, you know, oh, it's a bad movie, but it does this really cool thing, and it's like, can we just collectively agree it's a good movie? It was a good movie. I liked it. It was. I think it was the best Super Mario Brothers movie we could get in the mid nineties. Yeah. I might. I don't. Know, I just got overcome with a sudden like anxiety that's, uh, that out of nowhere just hear like trust the fungus. <laughs> yeah, 
I might edit one in. I might, I, I might, I might like DM Kirk afterwards and say, "Can you just send me like a clip of you saying trust the fungus?" And I'll just like edit it in really quietly in the background of us talking. Uh, yeah. So Siege looks fun. Bumblebee movie looks fun. I'm quite jazzed for Cyberverse like to continue on. We've seen, we've seen like some of the stuff. Um, Windblade's face looks a bit weird. <laughs> she but... does. <laughs> She looks a little bit like a she looks a little bit like a Cupid doll. Oh God, she does. I'm <laughs> Actually, not be what... able to unsee that now. Thank you. <laughs> you are most welcome. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so to move on to what is like what was supposed to be the main thrust of this episode, but we've accidentally talked for an hour. Um, <laughs> TF Nation's coming up. Hey. Yeah. yeah. So like the back end of this episode is going to be uh what becca referred to as the tfn survival guide <laughs> so uh i've never been to tf nation i'm not making it this year but Boo. you guys are so yeah. this is the point where i'm just gonna like sit back and let you sort of uh, you you've got to be the the audience figure you've got to be the one going you've what got... is tf Na- nation <laughs> yeah. what is it what am convention um <laughs> Yeah, so uh, TF Nation, it's a Transformers convention in Birmingham in, like, mid-August. Yes. Okay, cool, we can agree on that. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so like, Becca, like, what, you know, if if this is someone's first TFN, and I know that there are people listening to this who's, you know, it will be. Yep. What's the most, like, important things that you think they should know in advance? Uh, so, okay, it was my first TF Nation last year, um, and I hadn't been to Auto Assembly or anything like that beforehand. So I kind of, I know how everyone's feeling, uh, feeling nervous and anxious. Um, there's a load of practical things we could say, like about writing lists about what Transformers you want to get, or... Um, and we could make the same jokes about Concrud that everyone makes. That everyone makes, <laughs> yeah, shower and bring gloves with you and don't touch anyone. Um but I think like the main thing I would want to say, because it's something I struggled with, is don't think you're going to suffer from imposter syndrome. Um, like I said, TF Nation was the first convention of its kind I went to, and I had like this massive anxiety that because it was a Transformers convention for Transformers fans, I was going to get that kind of, you haven't seen Beast Wars? What the hell? You're not a real fan? Or like people just talking about stuff i don't understand and excluding me from the conversation stuff which is nuts because the transformers community as a whole is brilliant um and that's just kind of what i want to say it doesn't matter at tf nation if you're like only a fan of the movies or you just collect the toys and you haven't watched the cartoons or you just read the comics we're all there just to like have a really good time and talk about robots and pay way over the odds for freaking red bulls at the bar because Hilton. Yeah, yeah. What they all say that there is nothing but love at TF Nation. Yeah, it's it's the most positive experience of my life. Like even even people who didn't go to the convention who were at the Hilton mm. felt the good vibes as well. Yeah, even they did. It's... That must have that must have been so weird for them. Yeah, God, there was this guy who was at a, uh, there was a wedding going on. There was. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it was oh, a man. Sunday. Yeah. And he was like sat with us. He was like, "You guys have come from America." Yeah. You know. 
and he like he was inviting us to like hit the town with him on the night out. <laughs> yeah, but it's amazing because you come up to the bar about five o'clock in the afternoon, and there's just a sea of tables just covered in robots, just like yeah. everywhere, everywhere that you can look, and everyone is table hopping and saying, "Oh my god, can I play with your insert robot here?" Um, and there was even please, like, please do there. not insert, please do not insert <laughs> yeah. the robots anywhere. Gonna... <laughs> that okay, point taken. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there are even little kids, you know, very well-behaved little kids going around saying, oh, can I, you know, how does this one transform? Who is it? And and people just chatting and, and just having a great time. Uh, so I want to give a shout out as well to uh, Matt Clark, Timey to Wimey, who is like basically the only reason I made it last year, because he was the one who told me what train station to go to and volunteered to meet me at the train station so I didn't get lost between the train station and the hotel. And that's basically the community. <laughs> I, thought in a gonna be, I thought you were going to say like he brought you there in a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I did manage to get past him. There's only one exit from the train station, and I rang him and said, "Okay, I'm in the main foyer, but where are you?" And he was like, "I'm waiting for you at the platform." I was like, "Well, I'm at, I'm at subway." <laughs> the, the, um, the first the first time I went the first time I went to the states um, was to go to uh, Wizard World in Chicago, like the big comic convention, and. <laughs> I was being met by my friends at the airport, but I was being met by my friend's brother and I <laughs> didn't know what he looked like and he didn't know what I looked like. And <laughs> and like so I came out the airport and this guy was like, Are You Matty? And I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, Okay, so you're the third person that I've asked. So <laughs> I finally found you. Cool. Well this was like this was Matt, Stuart and someone else, all of whom I knew what they looked like, they knew what I looked like, but somehow I'd managed to walk straight past them for like 20 meters <laughs> are you gonna say that they, they had like a banner with like welcome becker on it and a banner <laughs> and you that managed to just cool. completely blank them yeah just like oh that, that can't be me they've spelled my name with two c's that's not how you spell my name <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that's the kind of thing like tf nation is a welcoming community so mm. don't feel bad and don't feel bad about talking to people i know when you have social anxiety it can be really kind of oh my god i don't want to talk to anyone but everyone there is just your instant friends the moment you make eye contact. You don't have a choice. It's like mm-hmm. you just get absorbed into a table and talking about the discussion. And yeah, it, it's great. I, I, th- I thought you meant like in a Bethesda game kind of way. Where... <laughs> you just quit you just... through the table. I mean, on that on that Saturday night, I think people probably did T-pose and clip through tables. <laughs> yeah. Was that the night that that table just fell over and took a load of the bar with it? <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I can't remember that. I remember the uh, the BDSM gang that was drunkenly formed. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just... gave each other code names that didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, because um, it's if like I think like every everyone like everyone on this call doesn't drink alcohol. Yeah. So I imagine like from what I've gathered, that's quite a surreal experience. Yeah, because you end have, up yeah. surrounded by people who are just absolutely wankered. I have yeah. receipts on everyone, <laughs> and like none of them are trying to get you to drink as well. They like yeah, stumble up to you and they're like, "Oh, you don't drink? Have a water." Here you are. Someone actually just bought me a Red Bull. I don't even know who they were. They just came up <laughs> and were like, "You don't drink? Here, have this." You know, like you know, it's dangerous to go alone. Have this Red Bull. Okay. Just like Thank they just you. hand, like, they just hand you a tea cake, and you're like. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. All right, yeah, <laughs> this is probably fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, my my other piece of advice, like practical advice, is the dealer room is gonna get to you. 
Like, Matty tried, uh, not Matty, sorry, Matt tried to warn me before the convention and said, look, you're going to go into that dealer room and you're going to completely, you'll just crash. You're like Windows 98 yeah. full on trying to wiggle the box around the screen and it's multiplying. That is what will happen to you. I didn't you'll black him. out and you'll wake up with a bunch of robots. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't believe him because I hey I'd been to Cardiff Comic Con. I've seen capitalism. It's fine, <laughs> but you just you cannot get your head around the sheer volume of transformers that are everywhere, like the ceiling, the walls, the floor yeah. in tubs. Um, I think I completely avoided the space bridge because it was giving me a migraine <laughs> just looking at all <laughs> of these transformers. Um, it's like there's. There's a thing in uh, in one of the Terry Pratchett books. I think it's in one of the Tiffany Aiken books. Her baby brother Wentworth is crying because he's like surrounded by sweets. Yes. And yeah. he he starts losing it because like any sweet that he took, he would also automatically not be taking another sweet, and yeah. his brain couldn't process it, and he just lost it. So they had to like put a bucket on his head, remove most of the sweets to like a manageable level. And I think so. If if you see Becca at TFN and she has a bucket on her head, it's probably for that reason. It's fine. Or, Just... you know, Megatron. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably more like a half-ass Megatron cosplay. Um... He's got a big poster tube, like, duct taped to her arm. <laughs> and is going something-something tyranny. Just No, just retreat. Just, like, running out of the room with loads of Transformers that I've probably paid for. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've talked a lot. Uma, what would you like to say? So, I am not new to the con circuit this is not my first time at the rodeo i've been i've been to <laughs> been to auto assembly 2015 i've been to like london comic con um is right down the road from me so like i'm used to it i think the bit the, the most the best piece of advice i could give is just take it at your own pace like don't feel pressured don't feel like the need to like check everything out at once and you know it's like the most fun i've had is just like going with the flow and like sometimes i go to my little brother and say okay hey you you are in charge of the agenda today do what you want and i'll follow you <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that you know it really works and um you know obviously with the robots um have a, a general list of what you want to get but don't feel like it's a shopping list where you have to check everything off yeah um like i think i think like last time i went in with like goons girls chins and that was it um, <laughs> and I, I let you know uh give yourself room for surprises like you know some, i yeah. found a tread bolt who i never expected to pick up that, that quickly and uh, things like classics Megatron. I didn't have him planned, but I've always wanted him. Um, so yeah, you know, st- save some money for surprises. Yeah, um, really check through. Didn't out. didn't you know, didn't you tell me once that like you talked to someone and like you just come you'd been overseas and you went to a convention and you talked to someone and they thought you'd come like from there just that to was, attend yeah, the yeah. con. No, no, that was that was um I'd gone on a holiday to Malaysia. Um, <laughs> And Thew was there, and Thew thought I was from Malaysia. <laughs> and in fact, he continued to think that for a good few years <laughs> until I um, until I um, bought his leader, leader bulkhead. And he was like, "Okay, uh, it's going to be quite a bit of money shipping to Malaysia." And I was like, "I'm in London, mate." <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's so sweet. You 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 accidentally catfished a a popular YouTube content creator. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that, that's something actually talking of you uh, that's something else people will give you stuff people will just give you stuff um, uh, so you got very drunk and gave me a tiny thundercracker <laughs> just said here you have this um, okay th- thanks um, you got very drunk and gave me memories I'll cherish forever <laughs> <laughs> they were but mostly about that... Russian death metal thundercracker and 
um, but yeah, he called, he called me his favorite wrecker. When you say memories, do you mean dirt on him forever? Uh, I'd no, say memory because he's so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I mean, like nerd dirt. Did, did did he like secretly confide in you? He's not actually that bothered about Skywarf. <laughs> <laughs> the day he does that is the day the apocalypse comes in. There's no nerd dirt, just regular dirt, I guess. Sorry, uh, break, breaking news. Becca has just sent us a photo of... Umar has just Umar sent us a photo. Umar has, sorry. Sent you a photo. Sorry, I just, I, just, I just saw a Megatron costume and assumed it was Becca. That's <laughs> the kind of... Yeah. It's the best Megatron as well. You it's could... the best one. Yeah, you can tell it's me because it's an animated Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I, if you I, don't I... look like that at Sea of Nation, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> like if like I'm I'm hopefully gonna try and make it to TFN next year. If like if I do, if I see anyone cosplaying as Megatron, I'm just gonna assume it's Becca. <laughs> Even if there are multiple people. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna be like pointing Becca. Also I'm basically Becca. a Jericon. Yeah. <laughs> Becca yeah, has people... cloned Becca has cloned herself so that she can be every Megatron. Becca's uh... pulled the star screen and uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, people will give you stuff. Uh, Graham bought a load of Jeff Senior postcards and just gave them out to people. Uh, Sprite brought some artwork and just gave it out to people. And at first I was like, oh my god, this is really bad because they bought stuff to give me and I've bought nothing back. But that's fine because this year I'm bringing lots of shit to give back. So, oh, uh, Speaking of free stuff, um, <laughs> Segway. I have been involved with um, a certain project that will be handing things out at TF Nation. Ooh. I've Managed to keep this under my hat for a long time now, but I think you will all be very pleased with it. Or angry with me, that's, that's how people tend to view my, my, my art. But... <laughs> well, I for one am excited. Yes. Yes. You. Uh, I look forward to seeing people screaming about it on Twitter. Yep, people <laughs> will get mad. That is my, that is my curse. Oh my god, what is, is it? Is it Blitzwing Digibashed into Hound? What is it? <laughs> no, I'm not that prescient. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is, is it just business cards with greater than colon three C on it? <laughs> uh, no, but I should make those. <laughs> that's, that's your brand. You can just hand yeah. it to anyone. They know. They know it was you. <laughs> It'd be like when Prince changed his name to that like weird trumpet doodle. Yeah, you legally uh, change your name to that. And people will also probably be mad at my shirt because I have it <laughs> planned. And boy, howdy, is it is is it a doozy? Let's talk about let's talk about provocative <laughs> shirts because <laughs> Becca has experience with this. Yes, my my shirt this year is going to be slightly less provocative because last year I did the GoBots were better, which <laughs> a, a lot of people remember me just for like oh, your pink T-shirt girl. I'm like, yes, that's that's my brand now. Apparently, <laughs> there pink there are worse girl. legacies. Yeah, there are worse legacies, but this year it's it's going to be something completely tame. Um, and I'm already I've got a that that silk shirt I've been talking about on uh, Twitter, which is a, a Megatron silk shirt from America. My mum surprised me with my birthday, which I've had tailored so it actually fits me because it's a men's large and it's been cut down. It, it's not one of those like <laughs> creepy anime girl orgasm face ones, is it? But Megatrons. No, it's like it's like someone got a body pillow and just like fashioned it. <laughs> no, it's not. So it is. Um, so it is exactly that. Is what you're telling me. Basically, yeah. But it's silk and it's a shirt. And I'm like, if it's still this hot when TF Nation comes That's... around, I'm not going to wear it. I'm going to stick it on a pole and carry it around with me <laughs> and say, That's... hey, if it wasn't so That's... hot, I'd be wearing this. That's so decadent. Uh, I know. Um... And, like, uh... and yeah, last year I also wore a wore a shirt that went down quite well. 
basically my friend Blue, they showed off this 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 shirt with the, with the whole B movie script on it, mm-hmm. and like over to other <laughs> oh, hand hand me that at TF Nation and I'll wear it for the Saturday night. And they were they were probably assuming that I was kidding, but they brought it along anyway. I wore that a whole damn day. I was every time I talked to you, I was trying to read your shirt surreptitiously. <laughs> Oh, uh, I, yeah, I remember like uh, talking about you again. I went up to him like, "Oh, hey, you know, how's it going? Been a while since I saw you." And he looked, at, he took one look at me and said, "Uma, you're just a living meme, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is prob- one of the best compliments I've ever received. <laughs> bang, bang to rights. Somebody um, else saw me and called me a B movie ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Uh, um, yeah. I have something planned for this year, and I'm actually gonna <laughs> drop it in the drop it in the Skype chat. Don't say anything about it, you guys. But okay. this is like this is like when serial killers taunt the police. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, very very nice. My I god, I look forward to seeing photos of that. Um, yeah, that is. I love it. I love everything <laughs> about it. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's talk practicalities. Food. Food. What it I... like? What what is food? No, um, <laughs> like how, like how, like available is like, like let's talk about like the amenities that people can expect mm. at TFN. Like, should basically uh, like should you bring some biscuits okay, for the day? So if you've booked in to stay at the Hilton, you have the breakfast under the TFN room rates. The breakfast is an all-you-can-eat continental buffet. It is nice. possible <sighs> to put croissants in your pockets, take them back to your room, and survive on them. I would uh, fucking ruin that shit. I mean, yes. shit, someone had, like, fermented bean juice in our room, so, like, anything goes. Anything goes. Yeah, anything goes. The food at the Hilton is expensive. I did eat it because I was lazy. Um, <laughs> to put that in context, a margarita pizza is £14. It's a really good pizza. It's not £14 good. I, I thought you were going to say, I did eat it, but I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just, sadly. To- he just Tom and jerry that shit. He just grabbed a pizza, rolled it up, and then ran into a hole in the skirting board. <laughs> yeah, I bought Masterpiece Inferno and it just shoved it up his gun arm. I was like, that's it, that's me. <laughs> um, you can bring, like, you've got a kettle in your room, so if you want to bring, like, a mugshot or something, you could make that. Or over the road from the hotel is Resorts World, and there are many eateries there. That um, they get quite full up. One place that I will recommend is um, for our little group, uh, Nice Lords. We all kind of went had same two hotel rooms together. Uh, we always went for dinner at the uh, Gourmet Burger Kitchen, which is sort of around. You'll you'll find it. I think it's in that in that kind of resorts area. Um, and what the good thing about it is all the chicken is halal. So if anyone is Muslimic like me, oh, uh, that is very convenient because like. There's only so much vegetables you can eat before it dra- it wears on you. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a chicken burger, <laughs> and 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 it's also quite cheap. Like you've got, you you can get discounts, and if you if you if you're savvy with coupons or apps and that, you, get, you know, get it down yeah. to even more. But uh, that's the place I'd recommend. See if there's any Groupons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and there's, you know, a, there's a subway and stuff in the railway. And there's station. a there's a Nando's if you want a meme. A Nando's, yeah. <laughs> Brevs. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So so that so that's pretty cool. So we've covered a lot of the sort of the basic stuff about like the dealer room and the like the vibe and the amenities and stuff. Is there anything that you guys think people should know in advance? Just something i was i was amazed at was how well the conventions run um mm. i was at dimension jump last year at the same time and that was run appallingly 
to the point where I won't be going back. So I was kind of nervous about TF Nation, but let's put it this way. They noticed that Fuse panel room was too small at like seven and by 7.15, they had fixed that shit. So if you notice anything <laughs> they, wrong... They'd knocked some walls through. It was fine. <laughs> they, they, they evicted half the convention. It was a ballsy move. <laughs> Um, no, if you if you notice anything that truly bothers you or think, oh, I, I'm not happy about that or something, just talk to one of the staff. Like, be nice, because they are all nice people and they are doing this as volunteers, so don't be rude, otherwise I will smack you with a £14 pizza. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and just talk to the staff if you think anything like has gone wrong or something, and don't, don't feel nervous to talk to them, because they're people and they're nice. Um... um. Maybe something I want to put out there is, obviously everyone's really approachable and really nice, but if you do go up to somebody, maybe introduce yourself because yes, I had I had some I had some uh, let's say miscommunications during last year's uh, TFN. Um, I, yeah. I know for a fact that there were people who I spoke to and I didn't realize I'd talking I'd spoken to them until after the convention because they never told me their names and I was too awkward, I was too like, anxious to ask. Yeah, I'm going to be bringing along two rolls of Hello, My Name Is stickers um, <laughs> that I'm just going to have on me if anyone wants to use them because I'm going to put my Twitter handle on there because that's probably easier. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I spoke to a lot of people who knew who I was and I didn't know who they were yeah. because I've only seen their avatar in real life. So I don't, I didn't know until after the convention that I'd spoken to them. Um, which sucks. Yeah, that's it, you know. Yeah. Maybe give your handle as well, like your Twitter handle, because yeah, yeah, just come up to them and say, "Hey, I'm xx sex lord sixty nine xx underscore numbers," because then I know who you are. Four twenty. Um... Four twenty plays it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I think I think TFN there's nothing to like watch out for. It's a really really good convention. Really, you say that, but they're doing the. The adults only night. Adults oh yeah, I think that is just by virtue of DC Douglas, who voices Chase and Rescue Bots. He just does that all the time. Yeah, that's like his thing. He does at conventions, so it's not necessarily like he he, oh, posi- he, he positively thrums with sexual energy. <laughs> it's not like you know. It's not like the guys at TFN were like, you know what this this convention needs? Horny zombies. Yeah, there's enough Although, of them in the bar. That is tapping into a certain demographic, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't. I didn't come onto this podcast to be subtweeted. <laughs> oh, 2018 is the year of going for the jugular. Subtweets are over. I mean, I've seen the T-shirt you're gonna wear, so yeah, yeah. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the reaction on a certain that... person's face to the point where I'm gonna follow you round until I know he's seen it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a nice like parallel between Auto Assembly 2015. Where it was probably quite the opposite reaction to something. If, if you if if you hear that a duel was fought in the car park, don't be too surprised. With Nerf guns. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. This this shirt is like met, is psychically going for the jugular of every person in the convention hall. Yeah, it's oh, it's beautiful, Umar. I'm so proud of you. It's beautiful. Oh, Dad, I could make you proud. I'll I'll miss you. Um. Uh, yeah um yeah just just don't panic basically that's my advice in a mm. nutshell don't panic everyone's nice no one's going to judge you that toy that you picked up in the dealer room you don't have to buy it now you can go back for it later mm. um yeah when you go I've... to buy your tickets don't think you have to buy a teddy bear just because they're sat there you know <laughs> peace out <laughs> what 
they sell every year at TF Nation. They sell a teddy bear wearing a TF Nation T-shirt, which is really cute. Okay. That requires some context. That's Yeah, and it's really cute. And the first don't, year I did don't go to Don't compulsively buy, buy teddy bears. <laughs> You're telling Transformers fans not to compulsively buy teddy <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. But Matt said to me, you know, don't panic. Don't think you have to buy one now because there will be more later. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad he said to me, you don't have to buy one just because they're there because I would have done. Um, yeah, just just don't panic. Everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It's totally not suspicious advice to give at all. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is going to go wrong. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Also, what's your blood type? We've all s- always been at war with Eurasia. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If you so... wake up in a bathtub full of ice, it's fine. It's Don't worry. <laughs> it's do- You've got some don't... spending money now for the dealer room. It's okay. <laughs> uh... Look at it this way. Free ice. Um... <laughs> Oh, also, if you're planning on drinking, maybe have a little bit of food to eat beforehand. Yeah, have some like scrambled eggs or something. So you don't have one white Russian and immediately go over the edge, Erica Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a call out post. Dearie me. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard that it, it can get a bit messy uh, for the people who partake. Um, uh. You know, the, the so, volume like, is not to be underestimated as well because like the bar at the Hilton is in the lobby and you kind of you go outside to get some fresh air and then you walk back in and you just walk into a wall of noise it's brilliant and also probably don't try to like have a drinking contest with Jim Sorensen because I get the impression he'd probably drink you under the table oh yeah <laughs> constantly like after after that Saturday night where like everyone was completely gone I hadn't even had anything to drink and I was gone and I walk in and I see that guy <laughs> He's like he looked completely fine. His hat still like his cool hat still perched perfectly atop his head. Yep. He's just like milling about. It's like, who are you? What are you? What place is this? <laughs> As I said, uh, I I wasn't able to make it this year, and I've just been like, I've been like repeatedly torturing myself by watching uh, Thieves unboxing video that he did with Nick from Toyfu of like all the cool and there's like there's stuff in there that's like legit grails of mine, and I'm like. What if I just turned up? <laughs> what if I like, just turned up? It's... What if I, like, catch me if you can, like, blagged my way in by, like, pretending to be a janitor or something? <laughs> <laughs> just in and out. No one knows I'm there. No one sees me. You're just like... <laughs> I'll sleep in the train station <laughs> if I have to. I'm picturing you more like being Kronk in Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> with, like, your own Mission Impossible theme that you're dun, having. Dun, 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 and we will just, like politely you know it's like oh she's she's having a theme so she's doing a thing it's fine just just leave her be doing a bit but yeah the, uh the toy food uh booth is like a really good place to check out as well because yeah it's like i think there's a lot of like very small thing you know cool things to like um very easy to impulse buy and it's all going to a good cause nick's a lovely guy yeah, yeah. there's badges in that i really <laughs> wanted the thundercracker one but i couldn't find one last time there's going to be a but they're doing, um, as well, isn't there? This Master Force, yep. Master Force, what things they're doing. Yes, which looks amazing. Um, but yeah, if you, if you can buy, if you're looking for a specific bot and they're selling it at Toyfu and another store, buy it from Toyfu because it goes to charity and that's a really nice thing to do. You know, give back. Mm. There's also um, the Forge. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay. With all the TF Nation like, Life Advice stuff. number three hundred. You're going to spend a lot of money in the Forge. I did. It's amazing. <laughs> It's it's really cool. It's it's like the is it an artist's alley? 
Um, yeah, essentially. Where all the artists are. And, oh, my God. They sell everything and they're beautiful. Yeah. And I love them. I, I got... I got so many posters. Mm-hmm. Like I think, like my my study station is like I've got uh, the Camericons print from Nick Roche. Mm-hmm. Uh, from our Gav, I got Team Athenia doing that one. I make something of it thing, and uh, <laughs> from our uh, Sarah Peter Durocher, I got there's like a really nice picture of all like the the, the girl transformers and Psygate kind of hanging around a bar because that makes me think of TF Nation. Aww. Just, just me and my mates. Having a time of our lives. And also Megatron's in the background, but we don't talk about him. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. That's me, just skulking in the background. (laughs) Yes, the the Megatron is a metaphor for Becca. (laughs) Everyone's politely trying to ignore the fact she's still wearing the bucket. (laughs) (laughs) And try to drink. (laughs) If you like like badges, postcards, posters, stickers, uh, bags. I usually end up picking up like people's leftovers like after tfn like on twitter people's like oh i've got some of these left over from tfn and i'm like yes please thank you i end up having like a miniature tfn by myself <laughs> in my house which matty is the most is the most depressing thing i've ever i think i've ever said but no like i said i'm i'm, I'm aiming to make it for next year so watch yourself it's good yeah we can all get together and i'm, I'm sure you know we could do a we'll cause a ruckus <laughs> yeah knackered robot live yeah we'll do a like we'll do a live stunt spectacular <laughs> do a podcast while jumping through like a hoop of fire <laughs> say say a say a take out loud and then run through the thing with people chase us. <laughs> the, the great tfn steeplechase yeah yeah so uh i think that that i think basically covers everything i think a person would need to know uh about tfn i think that's been a pretty comprehensive uh survival guide so mm. Uh, I hope everyone who's going has a lovely time. I look forward to seeing it on Twitter and seeing the various things you get up to and the uh, various outrages that may or may not be caused by T-shirts. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, what what dates are it again? It's like the uh, 17th. <laughs> I'm like, what date is it? August. <laughs> That's I, I literally don't know. Sometime in August. Uh, it's the 17th yes. to the 19th. Yeah, although I'm there on the 16th because I hate myself, and also the 20th because I hate myself. I'm doing five oh, days. Wow. I'm gonna be knackered. <laughs> but yeah, just to like once again repeat things people have said. The 17th is just like nothing will be out. No, none of the sort of shops will be open. It will just everyone milling about. Um, there might be a few like panels that, but, but they'll be repeated on the Saturday. Yeah, Saturday's where the meat of things happens. Yeah, and also where things get buck wild. <laughs> Saturday is when the shit gets real. Yeah. Cool. So, TFN 2018. A lovely time for everyone involved. And or possibly, you know, a civil war. Um, Yeah. A t-shirt based civil war. (laughs) We'll cross that that bridge when I come to it. (laughs) Cool. Uh, So, uh, to round out today's episode, I think the the thing that... I, I know it's certainly going to be of interest to, I think, everyone here. IGW have announced that uh, Tom Scioli, who did the Transformers vs. G.I. Joe comic for them, is going to be doing them a GoBots comic. Yeah, oh, God, that yeah. was so left field. Yeah, but, like, no yeah. one was expecting that. Literally no one. Comic books are good again. <laughs> They're back, baby. <laughs> well, well the, like, the thing that makes me sad about it, it's like, here's your GoBots comic, you get no corresponding toys because merchandising and licensing. Yeah, yeah, GoBots no. is kind of like in a in like a sort of grey area, like rights wise. 
maybe this will open the floodgates because yeah. I think I think Hasbro has owned the IP and all the rights to the designs in that for a while now. Mm. They just didn't want to be advertising toys that t- you know Bandai toys for the longest time. But if they're giving the go ahead for a um, for a comic about GoBots, yeah, maybe they'll sort of they'll chill out about that now. Maybe you and think maybe- this is. This is them maybe like testing the waters. Yeah, that's what I imagine. And like, I think Tom Tom Scioli is the absolute best person to do a GoBots comic because mm-hmm. like TF versus GI Joe was like <laughs> phenomenal. I still need so to read that. I've I've seen like so many like bits of it because oh, like yeah, for really for the longest time I was just like you know I was in my like I don't care about GI Joe thing. It's like I it, care I care about Baroness and that's it. <laughs> uh, and I've kind of been like l- lording. Uh, Gurk does a thing on, on Twitter called G.I. Gurk where he goes through like G.I. Joe uh, comics and um, Joe does Joe does the same thing and I've now I've kind of like warmed up to it a bit and I just like so many like panels from TF versus G.I. Joe that I've seen like the one that I always think of is uh, Ravage and he's saying something like I offered you peace and you hit me with your car yeah <laughs> and as someone who's been hit by cars about seven times over the course of their life that resonates with me a lot more than I'd like, mm-hmm. but it does. Yeah, I think uh, the thing I can say about TF versus Joe is it it gives you the vibe of like a kid mucking about with their Transformer and GI Joe toys on the living room floor. That's exactly like, what I want. Yeah, yeah, but with like Kirby crackles and that <laughs> and <laughs> random ball that just comes out of nowhere. You know, kid kids put stuff in their mouths. It happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why we stopped painting toys with lead. Just repeat what I said like five seconds ago, which is just <laughs> really good. And yeah, I think like the cornball stilliness of GoBots is very like conducive to that style. And which makes it interesting stuff. At the very least, if we get... Because um, the for, for TF versus G.I. Joe, they did like blind box little like yes, vinyl yes, models. Yes that were really cool. It's like, it, even if we just get that from, from this GoBots comic, I think that'd be worth it. Mm-hmm. Becca buying like an entire pallet of them just to find a scooter. <laughs> no, I I would probably well I'd say I'd probably eBay it, but have you seen the prices of them on eBay? It's, it's not. It's not I haven't. Great. I haven't on purpose because I know it would make me sad. <laughs> I think yeah. I think somebody uh, Tom mentioned that he'd be sort of featuring in this is Spacey, and I'm like a mm. sort of peripheral GoBots fan. So you know, I think, but I, I did, I did do some fan art of Spacey, and she's like, she's a really cool design. It's like a real classical, classical robot. Yeah, I've, um, I've got the the small version of Spacey, and she's great because it's like a space shuttle, but the like the nose cone is kind of evocative of like a fifties like beehive hairdo, mm. and it looks really, it looks really cool. That's what I, I mean, uh, Becca, you're like, a, you're a big GoBots mark. Yes. <laughs> like we mentioned yes. earlier that you wore. A, a very provocative um, t- GoBots themed T-shirt to last year's TFN. So you must be very yeah. pleased about this news. I'm very pleased about this news. Yeah, I mean, people peg me as a really hardcore GoBots fan, but I'm a fan of like the first five episodes and the Rock Lords movie <laughs> and the toys. That's kind of my like triumvirate. Um, have you seen the You're Rock valid. Lords movie? They are messed up. <laughs> <laughs> they eat each other. It's horrible. It's worse than the G.I. Joe movie where suddenly Cobra Commander is just a person made of eyes. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you 
want to have worse. a bad time, watch the Rock Lords movie. I love it. Um, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> what a I, ringing I just, endorsement. <laughs> yeah, I just I uh, and I do and ironically love Scooter. You know, is the is the Bumblebee character? He's actually pretty good and quite sassy. He's the Orko of Gobots. Yeah, he is. And Turbo. He's the snuff. <laughs> yes, he's oh smart. man, yeah. So um, that's the thing. I, 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 again, it's like much like with Optimus Prime and Megatron. I don't give a shit about Leader One and Psykill. No, like, I don't. Psykill, Psykill, a bit more because he's like visually more interesting than Megatron. <laughs> but I'm all about like I like Spacey, like we talked about, and I like Pathfinder, who's like their flying saucer robot. And I like Crash small. Up. I like Smallfoot, mm-hmm. <laughs> who who has the who has the silliest name because like they were going for like you know like Bigfoot, yeah, like that but small, <laughs> like that but uh, doesn't have the big wheels. So Smallfoot, I guess. And yeah. uh, I like Loco, who turns into a steam engine as well. Leader One, like he gets ragged on a lot, but you know how everyone loves the Rodimus arc of Transformers because he's in charge, but he's tired because everyone else is an idiot. That's mm-hmm. Leader One. That's basically his personality. He is trying his best, but he's tired of just everything all the time. <laughs> and he hates everyone. Like, there's there's one episode where they're trying to do this, like, galactic peace treaty or something, and Turbo knows that something's going wrong. Lead One's just like, get out of my office. I don't care. I can't <laughs> listen to anything else going wrong, or I'm literally going to lose it. <laughs> He's in a, he, he knows he's in a Hanna-Barbera cartoon and he doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, he's stopped caring. He would, he would rather work at a cafe. I've always thought, like, I, if, if, you, you know, if they were going to reboot GoBots, a good basis for Leader One's personality would be um, Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, absolutely 100%. <laughs> Just deadpan all the time. Uh, but yeah, I think um, my main sort of... Thing I know Cycle from is actually through um, the Facebook aspect of Prime Facebook page where he briefly took over questions for a second. And um, I, in Transformers canon, I called Cycle. I called Cycle an absolute savage, and he responded, <laughs> which is like that. <laughs> and he he was just like really mean about everyone, and like <laughs> he's like he's like, like the the wrestling like heel. Yeah, and like he, he's like really petty about leader one and like it was it was really fun like uh, you know i like his vibe <laughs> and his he's... rugged five o'clock shadow <laughs> and he really needs to brush his damn teeth he's yeah he's like 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 you said he's very like Hanna barbera character yes yeah they all are they're darlings i'm so glad that they're coming like back. yeah here's here's like psycho's impersonation of leader one for instance Ooh, I'm leader one. I'm a goody two shoes. He doesn't know when to keep my ugly little domino mask out of renegade business. <laughs> doop doop doop. Scooter make a hologram. Matt ride inside matches. Doop doop doop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that is a sentence in Transformers Canon. <laughs> yeah, right, that is quite savage. Um <laughs> So yeah, if you know, if we can like we're we're getting like we're kind of getting like a, a cool like 80s resurgence now because mm. we're getting like thundercats raw and the new she-ra so mm-hmm. if we if we you know if if this is like heralding a gobots comeback i'll be quite happy with that yeah we're like transformers but we just shoot lasers out of our fists <laughs> pew pew like transformers but we know we're silly 
And we're also the... nightmarish cyborg creatures with human brains. Stop it. GoBots is dark. <laughs> GoBots is pretty dark, I it guess. It is in pretty that dark, it's, yeah. It's like... like, they knew their planet was dying, so they transplanted their brains into immortal robot bodies. I and mean... now they're all basically just slowly going insane. There's a parallel universe where uh, GoBots won the Transforming Robot Toys arms race in the 80s, and they stuck around. And there's like a parallel universe where the 90s had like Dark Horse comics, like GoBots versus Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah. And if I if IDW can make that happen, I for one would certainly buy it. I would transplant my body into a doofy robot anytime. <laughs> yeah. It, it's the future we all want. Like yeah. Leg, legs that work, and I get to be a, <laughs> a Mini Cooper or whatever, yeah. I'm, I'm down to clown. That's the dream. I'd be, like, Scooter, I think. <laughs> like, I turn into a stack of boxes in a, vague, in a, in a vaguely um, scootery configuration. I think my Gobot's name would have to be, like, Dog Gun or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. It's, like, if, if, if I make it to TFN um, next year... I, I will, like, announce myself to the dealer room by kicking open the door and just yelling, Who's got GoBots? And the toy food table will go, Wee, we've got donuts! And then, yeah, you'll buy all the GoBots. <laughs> I'll just scoop them up Guaranteed. in my arms. And just leave <laughs> just them, like, away. my entire... I'll just leave them my entire wallet and just, like, scoop... <laughs> like, like like in, like, poker movies when, like, someone wins the part in Vegas and they just gather all the chips. That'll be me, but with GoBots. <laughs> just scooping them into a garbage bag. To take home with me. I think Erica, she got um, GoBots Vamp for TF Nation. Um, she, yeah. I had to learn, like, yeah, she's like, she's really satisfying, like, hefty diecast. What does Vamp turn into? Uh, like, like a, a UFO, mon- spiky. monstery car thing. Yeah, yeah. She she gave it to me, which is really sweet. She's on my GoBot shelf. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that's weird. I always thought it was a UFO, but you're right. She's a car. <laughs> this is why I don't work for Hasbro. Is she like the the weird like flying saucer car that John Pert we had in Doctor <laughs> Who in in the? 70s? She more looks like she should be in Wacky Races. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> she's a Wacky Races car. Dick like, Dastardly the car. Nightmare. Yeah, like yeah, or the the nightmare one, which was just like a house someone stuck to a car. <laughs> <laughs> wacky Races yeah. is weird. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, that. That, that's very kind of like you know if if they made a bot shots of Revenge of the Fallen Mindwipe. Yes, mm-hmm. that is yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's that's the kind of aesthetic we're dealing with, and it looks it looks just brilliant. I reckon that's about enough for an episode, don't you? Mm. I yep. do. Uh, right, so we round out every episode by doing a shout out to a member of our little like Transformers Twitter community. So uh, Becca will be handling that this time. Dun, dun, dun. I've got responsibilities. As we discussed. As we discussed. We did. Um, I would like to give a shout out to a member of a community uh, who has just returned to Twitter, and that's Mr. Graham Thompson. Oh, um, did we, didn't we shout him out last week? Did we? Bre- we did last brief- time. We did briefly. It was more a kind of like side note thing. This is you like- know what? He deserves two shout outs. He deserves event. two shout outs. And I can't remember what happened last time because it was before yesterday. Um, that's how far back my memory works. I literally, I was listening to the last episode of this podcast. Like, I don't remember saying any of this. It's <laughs> like concerning. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, Graham Thompson. He he's just a lovely, lovely man. I think he exemplifies the best of the Transformers fandom. He's also running a blog called Collecting Stories blog, 
where he talks about his experience with the brand, growing up with it, um, his earliest memories, and it's just all so wholesome and heartwarming. Um, and he regularly does like giveaways just because he loves bringing joy to people. Um, and he's just he's just really super great, and I'm looking forward to seeing him again at TF Nation. So definitely check out his blog and say hi to him and tell him he's a nice person, because he is. That is my essay of what I did this summer. And, and you better do it, because we'll check. We will check. I'm keeping receipts. So, you know. You, you'll have to provide proof that you have done that <laughs> in order to download future episodes. Yep. That's been the Knackers Robots. But, 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 I can never do this fucking bit. I can never say it. Why can't I say it? I even like ate food before we did this and my blood sugar wouldn't go through the floor. And I fucked it up again. I quit. I quit. I quit the podcast. And life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. <gasps> hmm. And scene. The, this has been the Knackered Robots podcast. Uh, we get together as often as we can to talk about Transformers. We aim to release one episode a month, but as you know, as we've mentioned before, we don't get paid for doing this, so we might not. And you're just going to have to deal with that and be a grown-up, Todd, Howard, <laughs> Karen, Todd Howard, who I know listens to this, and is Todd. Todd probably isn't still listening um, after I said that thing about the tables and Bethesda games. <laughs> Is that, him? Works, is that him? Is that him? I can't remember. Works. Yeah, Todd, Todd Howard, renowned Transformers fan. <laughs> Not anymore. He's, t- he's tearfully throwing them away because of what we did. So, uh, yeah, I'm Matty, and I've also been talking to Becca and Umar. What up? Yep. <laughs> Good contribution. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, so, um, you have been. We and Erica will be back. Uh, pro- we're gonna do. I imagine that we're gonna do like a, a TFN post mortem. Is gonna be like the the meat of the next episode, mm. where <laughs> you you can regale me with um, stories yeah. of what you did and witnessed. I will just I will spill the goss. <laughs> I just got a master's in journalism <laughs> and I intend to use it. Be taking notes in shorthand, baby. Do you have like a little dictaphone thing you're gonna be carrying around with you? Like proper full eighties. I'm old school. I write it all out. Nice. Okay, well that's an episode. Bye. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) Bye.